0: Hello, it's Christy Gray, your newest hype girl and astrologer. Welcome to the Cosmic Hotline. Hi gorgeous and welcome to this week's episode of the Cosmic Hotline. With your host and astrologer Christy Gray, this is a very big episode. Episode We're going to be unpacking today because the energy is very potent. Not only is it Scorpio season, we're smack bang in the middle of eclipse season. And I want you to be navigating the stars to the best of your ability and doing eclipse season right. So, what I thought I would do is with this week's astrology forecast, is give you some insight into the full moon total lunar eclipse in Taurus. And then we're going to dive into Mars retrograde because that has just started. I want you to have the astrological tea on that as well. So let's dive straight in. First up, we are in Scorpio season and I hope that you are embracing and honoring the transformation that the season brings. Scorpio as an archetype, and if you tuned into episode 18 with Sarah from Conscious Days, and we spoke about the Scorpio new moon, one of the questions that I ask Sarah is that when I talk about Scorpio as an archetype, or when I'm having a conversation with someone, there's this like intake of breath, and I asked her, why is that? Scorpio brings up the shadowy parts of ourselves, the parts that can make us feel uncomfortable. But in my opinion, Scorpio shines a light on our deepest, darkest and hidden desires. It's like this moment where it puts those elements of ourselves in the spotlight and helps us to grow and transform. And that is uncomfortable at times because transformation isn't easy. But what Scorpio teaches us is to be resilient throughout the process. So all of this energy of the astrological season that we're in right now is magnified because we're also in the middle of eclipse season. Our full moon Total lunar eclipse in Taurus is on the 8th of November and it will be at its peak at 9.02pm and that's Australian Eastern Standard Time. But before we talk about this particular full moon, let's talk about eclipse season in general. As I kind of mentioned and alluded to, eclipses are when the lunar energy is intensified. Because what happens is the lunar nodes, our north node and our south node, are activated, not necessarily in our natal chart, but collectively in the cosmos. And when we experience a solar eclipse, which is a new moon, that's a time that represents new beginnings and setting intentions. However, during that time, the moon can block out the sun's light, disconnecting us from our current reality. So what I mean by this is that you could have an altered view of your current reality and it's really important to create space to tune inwards to what you best need and especially because that Scorpio new moon we had the energy was intensified i found that it was a little overwhelming but it also felt like there was opportunity on the horizon now when we experience a lunar eclipse which is what we're about to embark on It's time where we get glimpses of our shadow self, parts of ourselves we may not be aware of or we might not want to admit to. Somewhere once I read that a lunar eclipse acts as a cosmic power outage for a bold new beginning, which is exactly how I would suggest working with this energy. Things may go dark. You may not get the answer you seek instantaneously. But the more you can surrender to the cosmic power outage, know that you will be rewarded on the other side. More on that in a moment. I wrote an article for Body and Soul In December of 2021, so almost 12 months ago now, and this is what I mentioned on next week's full moon, because here's the thing, I'm always forecasting so far ahead. I wrote, get out of your comfort zone, expect the unexpected. Energy management is essential, especially if you feel lethargic and unmotivated and address anything you've been avoiding. I still stand by these words, but I'm going to add to them. That key piece of advice, expect the unexpected, I want you to be on high alert. The reason why is because Uranus, the planet of revolution, rebellion, expecting the unexpected, will be in conjunction to the moon. How this could manifest is if you've been avoiding making changes, you could be forced to make a decision. Whereas if you're someone that loves change, be open to pursuing something in a completely new direction. Whenever this planet's involved, it can feel like things are a little forced at times. But rather than feel forced out of your comfort zone, ask yourself, how can I begin anew? Don't wait for the carpet to be pulled out from under your feet. Start looking for solutions. If you've got something that's just not working in your life right now, look at some alternative paths or or journal on some potential outcomes. Now, if your sun sign or ascendant is in one of the fixed signs, and the fixed signs are Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius – This particular lunar cycle is going to affect you the most. Just think, with this eclipse, there's going to be a reward on the other side. You're going to experience a spiritual shift, a new chapter, and more importantly, you're going to be moving in the right direction. Some questions I invite you to explore during this particular lunar cycle is, what is life asking me to do differently? What am I wasting my time with? If I could do anything I wanted, what would I be doing? Have you already designed your life to accommodate everything you love? Or is there something missing? My favorite question, what's something I bring to the world that no one else does? What changes are worth making right now? And who will I have to become to reach my dreams? My final note on this particular eclipse is be prepared for anything. And when you are open to it, you're doing eclipse season right. I have a question for you, babe. Have I sparked your curiosity in this episode and you're keen to learn more? If the answer is yes, then I've got you. The best place to start is Astrology Unlocked. In this one-to-one session, which is a KG cult favourite... We'll explore how you can start stepping into the vibration of your higher self by diving into your key astrological placements and unpacking what they might have in store for you. Do you want to know what my favorite thing that a client says to me at the end of an astrology unlock session is? I didn't even know what to expect, but this is far more than I ever could have anticipated. And do you know why that is? Ah! It makes me so excited. It's because it's a whole new world out there when you graduate from reading your horoscope to understanding your natal chart. You'll find the 411 about astrology unlocked linked in the show notes below, or you can send me a message at hello at christygray.com if you have any questions first you'd love answered. Okay, let's talk Mars retrograde and what this particular planetary retrograde has in store for you. Because Mars retrogrades biannually, so this happens on occasion, but not as often as Mercury retrograde. Mars is the planet of action in how we assert ourselves. It's representative of desire and our lust for life. In a natal chart, I see it as energy output, right? Venus is all about how we receive energy or receive love. Mars is everything outgoing. It's very masculine energy. It rules Aries as well. For all of my Aries babes out there, you're going to find that over the next couple of months, it is going to be a slowing down period for you. The reason why this Mars retrograde is a bit of a big deal is because of the timeframe it's spending in the zodiac sign. Essentially, it's in the sign of Gemini for approximately six months. Gemini represents curiosity, communication, spreading ideas and information. So when these two combine, it's going to create a little bit of upheaval, which I'm going to talk to you about in a moment. When a planet retrogrades, it gives us an illusion of going backwards. It really isn't going backwards at all, but it's orbits changing. So look at it as a time to reassess things. And if we think about the planet Mars and what it represents, look at where you're spending your time and your energy. Are you spending the majority of your time on things that light you up? Is there time that's slipping away from you because you're spending it on things that maybe don't mean a lot to you, but somehow you're finding yourself transfixed. This particular retrograde kicked off on the 30th of October. It started at 25 degrees of Gemini, and it's going to retrograde right through to the 13th of January, 2023, and it's going to end up at eight degrees of Gemini. So if you are working with your natal chart, is have a look at What house is ruled by Gemini or where is the constellation of Gemini in your natal chart? Do you have any planets in Gemini and are they anywhere between 8 and 25 degrees? Because that's going to give you an indication of is this particular retrograde going to be conjuncting anything in your chart? Is it going to be an opposition to anything as well? That will give you a bit of insight as to what area of your life is it going to be affecting and how this may manifest for you. Now, to give you an insight as to where it is in my natal chart, so... It's already starting to hang around like my north node. So I have my north node in Gemini at 22 degrees in the 11th house. And for me, I've been feeling really restless. I've been kind of craving a change of direction. With this particular cosmic collision, you could say is that even though I might be feeling restless... It's really important that I don't chase shiny things. And I'm going to tell you why now. Because what you may find over the next few months is that It could be harder to cultivate passion because it's all about our desires. It could be like, oh, I'm really enjoying this thing. Oh, no, I want to be doing this thing. You may need to do something to cultivate a sense of motivation. It could be harder to get up in the morning and actually go and hit that workout. Or you might be in your job or in your business going, oh, something's missing, I need to be doing something else. It's going to be really important that you avoid jumping to conclusions or not directing your energy wisely. You could feel more scattered during this time. It's going to be really important because being in Gemini, this is all about the words you speak as well. Take note of what is that inner dialogue like? Is that inner critic, you know, jumping in more than it needs to? I think we can't necessarily get rid of it, but it's like how do you turn the volume down on it? Be really mindful of the words you speak. You may find like friends could be gossiping more. You may need to incorporate some boundaries of who you hang out with. You might be looking for a fix online, a bit of a dopamine fix. So, again, putting some boundaries in place with how you use technology or what type of content you're consuming. I feel like that's been a bit of a theme on the podcast the last few months, ever since Mercury retrograde. So, I apologize if I have said that a few times now, but it has definitely been a theme, especially with like Mars moving into Gemini, but anyway, let's move on. How I would invite you to utilize this energy to your advantage is to get curious. Doesn't mean it's gonna be go time. It could be harder to achieve your goals, but take a look at what's not obvious because Mars wants action, Mars wants assertion, Mars wants you to get motivated and achieve things, But there's an opportunity to get granular, to look for ways to gain a new perspective. You know, I'm really big on that in the podcast. I think there's two ways that you do this. Number one, it's either listening to somebody's story, whether that be by reading a book, listening to a podcast, or watching an interview, where you look towards somebody's story as a source of inspiration. Because... It invokes feeling and emotion, which could be either you changing something in your own life because that story's been a source of inspiration or motivation, or you've learned something new, which has changed or rocked your entire world. The other way that you do this by, you know, broadening your horizons, igniting a new perspective is through powerful questions, which is always why, whether it's a new moon, full moon, some new astrological cycle, like when is there something not happening in the universe, right? But I see this as always an opportunity to look for a powerful question or to ask myself a powerful question to help me to shape or change or reframe my perspective. I hope this episode has inspired you to go out there and seek out something new. Change your thought processes so that you can change your worldview. Happy full moon manifesting, or should I say letting go, babes. And I will be back next week with an episode that is going to be answering your questions. So make sure if you've got a question that you need answered, you can text or call 04317VENUS or hit the link in the show notes below. But I'm wishing you a beautiful Taurus full moon eclipse and I'll catch you next week.